When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Right now, we're shifting our attention to the AFL draft, and Kevin Sheen has been good enough to join us this afternoon. Welcome to you, Kevin. Oh, Matt, uh, great to be with you, and thanks for having us on. A pleasure, a pleasure. Now, this week you're, you've taken a look at the top prospects when it comes to medium defenders. Before we get into those prospects, for our listeners this afternoon, what style of player, if you were to compare it to one that is already running around in the AFL, what type of player are you looking at when it comes to this position? Well, I think the benchmark is always the All-Australians, isn't it? Eh? The Tommy Stewarts or the Adam Sards and... Those prepared to really take the game on these days are the ones uh, succeeding at the highest possible level that uh, intercept mark and have got that dash and, and then have got the uh, both the vision and the penetrating kick that's needed to set the play up. Uh, so they're not the negating stopper, are they, as they might have been back in the day. Uh, they're a bit more exciting than that. And uh, I think our group has got a, yeah, yeah, some really exciting types of players from around Australia that uh, will appeal to the clubs that might be prioritising that, uh, that sort of position. Uh, I don't like the old American terms of a quarterback, but sometimes they're called that, aren't they? Because they, uh, they can be the one that gets freed up a little bit and then is the, the great user of the ball, the setter up of the play from down the, down, down the back half. So, uh, yeah, we think that uh, a pretty good group's available. We've profiled about 20, 18 players in this bracket. Amongst the 139 that we've tested, Matt, over the last month or so through our combine program. So they're the most likely to get picked up when we get to the drafts that come up uh, 28th, 29th of November this year. Yeah, and the rookie draft also to follow on uh, the 30th. So let, let's start discussing some of these prospects. And the first one that I want to raise with you, Shifter, is Lachlan Cowan out of Tassie, who was the joint Morish medalist winner this year. Yeah, he was that. Uh, of course, um, Tassie now in the NAB League have been in the last three years, although it's been a bit uh, uh, not continuous in terms of uh, shutdowns and things, but they had a full year this year and he had a great year. Uh, they play, of course, uh, week to week in the NAB League, but then they get to play in the Allies, the best of the boys, and uh, and he shaped up terrifically on the national stage uh, against the best uh, boys from Victoria, SAWA, uh, made All-Australian at that level as well. So he, he's what I described earlier, I suppose. He's a, he's a bit of Tom Stewart in him in the way he reads the angles and, and certainly the way he kicks the footy. Uh, he's got some dash about him. He's strong, powerfully built youngster that uh, that uh, is prepared to uh, you know take some risks, uh, hit up those targets uh, through the midfield, and and uh, he just strung together the games at a very very high level. Um, wrapped in the way he's unfolded, this youngster from uh, the northwest of Tassie, he's certain to be their first player selected. Is is he ready? No, this is the conversation which is becoming ever more prominent in my yeah. eyes, Shifter, that 
players that are coming out of the NAB League programs and the under-18 talent pathways, whether they're ready to step straight into the AFL. Is he a player in that category? Well, physically he's ready. It, it depends on the club you go to, of course, with that. If he was to be taken by one of the clubs that uh, is in this uh, rebuild stage, yes, he, he'd play and play straight away because he's, he's uh, got a strong, mature body uh, at this particular time. And uh, But if he's, let's say, Geelong, it just might be hard to get into a club like Geelong that's uh, uh, really got an established group. So it depends very much. But, uh, yeah, if he was to go to one of the clubs uh, in a rebuild phase, he'd, he'd have, uh, I suppose, the, the four on the board, the confidence and, and the strong body to be able to cope with uh, some games at the AFL level. But I think with all these draftees, you're picking for two to three years' time. And a uh, you know, great year might be 15 matches in the first year. It could be eight or nine. Clubs would be happy with that sort of an output from a first-year player. Uh, it's, uh, it's only the freaks of the game that, uh, that do what the Sam Walshers have done uh, over the years that, that come in and, and start straight away. And within three years, are all Australian. Uh, they're the rarity, but uh, you'd be happy if, if the boy's on course, having played a dozen or so games in his first year. There's a father-son prospect for South Australia. Fill us in about this particular person who is also in this medium defender category. Yeah, that's Max McElhaney. Um, that's unusual rule, actually, because his dad didn't play AFL, but he played. his dad, Jim, played 200 games at Norwood. And over an SA, to compensate for the fact that the likes of, uh, let's say, Geelong and the established clubs from the original VFL have got their 100-game criteria for father-sons, the, the development or the, the new clubs out of SA, and call that Adelaide and Port, and Frio and West Coast, had to be given an opportunity to use a father-son uh, or, or to get a, a father-son prospect. And, and so the SA NFL was divided in half and four of the clubs uh, were allocated to Adelaide, four to Port, and the benchmark was 200 games in SA uh, at, at club level. And uh, Jim McElhaney was a star for Norwood and a multiple premiership player back in the day. His boys unfolded to be a very good defender, an intercept player as well, a very good negating defender, also like Cowan and All-Australian. So his form was great for, for SA this year. And he finished the year himself at Norwood, playing in the finals and uh, uh, really benefited from that. So he's a wonderful development year. As a boy, a lovely size at 190. He's a third tall defender. You can play on that, uh, that guy that presents as the third man marking target, if you like. Uh, very rangy kid, young Max. And, uh, yeah, Adelaide have committed to, 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 uh, to him uh, and have got really a couple of weeks to, to actually sign the paperwork to, see, to, to suggest that either match the bid or be prepared to take him as a rookie if, uh, if, if, if there's no bids for him. Uh, so that's the way that rule works. They have maybe told him privately that, uh, yes, they'll match the bid and take him at any spot. But that's up to the clubs to negotiate. But the kid wants to get to Adelaide. Uh, they want him. Uh, and he certainly looks a prospect for the future. An exciting prospect for Crows fans tuning in this afternoon. Kevin Sheehan, AFL Talent Ambassador, joining us on Dwayne's World this afternoon. There's a couple of players out of WA that have also featured in the AFL Academy throughout the course of this season shifter, Sam Gilby and Jed Hagen. What can you tell us about those two individuals? Yeah, I like Gilby. Um, I like them both, in fact. But Gilby's one that uh, he might slip under the radar for, for quite a few clubs because of what can happen in a draft year. He's had Ill, illness and then injury. And so you've got a limited amount of information on him. But what I've seen both last year when, when uh, WA played some games at, against SA 
Uh, he's a boy from Claremont that he played for his state at under-17 level. He's class. He's a left-footer with all that composure and class that you see uh, uh, down the back half by, with boys that can really kick the ball. Got great vision, sets the play up well. A lovely size at 187 as well. Lightly built, but has really progressed quite well, uh, this boy from Claremont. So uh, this left-footer, I think, will get taken a bit later on. So you might be looking 30s or 40s, but I think he's got the quality to be an AFL player. And Jed Hagen's the other boy that, um, well, size doesn't stop you. He's one of those young fellas that at 175, he's not the tallest, but he can play anywhere. Uh, he can play in the back pocket. He was picked all Australian down the back pocket, but he can also play on ball or even as a small forward. Uh, and he's got some of that power you want in a smaller player too. So he jumps, he'll outreach guys that are bigger than him with his natural leap. And he's a real, uh, I suppose, a a hard edge type player as well. He pushed up and played the back half of the year in the seniors of East Fremantle, including in the finals. So he's had that uh, that experience as well. Uh, and uh, I think he's got that uh, that passion to play that you want to see in any recruit that's going to have an impact uh, because of his desire to succeed. So Jed Hagen, one to look for from East Fremantle. Whenever you see the Oakley Chargers or Sandringham Dragons listed as their state league club, you get a little bit excited because of the talent that they have produced over the years. So what can you tell us about Luke Teal from the Oakley Chargers and Jacob Anderson from the Sandringham Dragons? Well, look, Teal, it's just about a replica of Sam Gilby, in fact, with, with his injuries. Uh, uh, had illness and injury through the year, Luke Teal, but he's your prototype of the modern type player at his size and mobility that can play halfback or wing, but just had that, uh, that year that, you know, it just didn't all fall into place in terms of getting on the park. And so uh, it'd be a, a bit of a pluck later on. But he's still on course. He's still in the in that group of youngsters that are likely to get into the AFL in the next year or so. Let's just hope for, for his sake it's this year, but know that he's a wee bit underdone. Uh, Jacob Anderson's an interesting one. That um, look, um, he grows on you when you look at him closely, playing down in defence in that uh, he makes great decisions. He's composed and, and cool under pressure. He's a boy from Halebury College that played at Sandringham Dragons, played for Vic Metro as well, and had to make the choice late the year. He had a tight hamstring coming into the Nablee Grand Final to play for Sandy, and he had to pull out of that game and miss playing in a premiership side to be ready for the next Thursday night to play for Vic Metro. Uh, and he played very well. I think a very good decision in the finish, as it turned out. He was one of their best players in that game when they won the national title uh, but you know with a sore hamstring he might have been able to do both uh, and so uh, sometimes you've got to make that hard call uh, for your own benefit but yeah love his composure he's useable on the way out's good a terrific intercept marker and that's young Jacob Anderson from uh, from Halebury and the Sandringham Dragons tight hamstrings and big games big moments it's the topic of conversation <laughs> at the moment isn't it uh, shifted particularly <laughs> with the other sport taking place uh, tonight and it's an interesting approach though that the young kids that they're put into that pressure scenario to make that decision. Obviously there's those that are surrounding them, providing them with advice, but to go through that kind of process, because down the line in years time, they may be on the verge of a grand final and have to make a very similar call. Well, that's the call of sport the whole time. Of course, you talked about Aaron Finch. We're all watching it so closely, aren't we? Uh, just to see what, uh, which way he goes and, and uh, whether it is the right call for him and the team. 
Uh, but that's that's sporting life, isn't it? And uh, yeah, these experiences uh, uh, yeah, are pretty priceless down the track uh, for any boy wanting to get into professional sport. But uh, you're going to have to make some hard calls at different times, and and coaches will make hard calls on you. Sometimes it'll be injury, illness. Sometimes it'll be on your lack of confidence or form. So at times it will be a bit of a disappointment. And uh, gee, all the coaches and all the the mentors over the years keep telling us, "It'll make you more resilient, son. You'll get through." It, you'll come out the other side, and uh, yeah, that's the, that's the beauty of sport. You you do back up and get another chance down the track. And, and I think uh, that that's uh, been, I suppose, the example that, that Jacob Anderson has been able to uh, to use himself in chatting about his own uh, uh, career as a young eighteen-year-old aspiring to get into the AFL. Was there anyone else through the draft combine shifter that caught your attention that are a medium defender prospect when it comes to the draft? Well, you could pick any one of them, but the boys out of Victoria, a kid called um, Rye Penny, a boy that, uh, well, he's, he's the definition of a first-choice athlete. We talk about that, but you can't be an athlete alone. You've got to be a footballer as well. But this boy really made everyone stand up and take notice when he blew away all the records uh, at our testing at the combine level. Um, his, his running vertical jump was bigger than Nick Natanui's. <laughs> Nick uh, did a 102 uh, when he was 17 years of age, uh, quite a number of years ago now. And as a ruckman, that's an important uh, attribute to have that spring at centre bounce. Now, Ryan Penny's a, he's a boy that plays across the half-back line, uh, but... Uh, that that vertical jump converts into great contested marks, and so he take a couple of rippers this year. Can stand in their shoulders. He's quick as he's quick in the top bracket too for speed, a 2.84 seconds over 20 meters. That sets him apart. They're real weapons for him. Um, that sort of athleticism helped him get into that final deciding game too, when the two Vicks come together in September for that national championship decider uh, off a. You know, off his off the back flank, uh, and so he, that gives him a chance of getting into the AFL system. But uh, he's testing this boy from the Calder Cannons was so elite that the clubs will have a good look at his game tape for the year and consider him as a possibility for them. And you can find the details of all the players that fit into this category through the AFL Draft Hub as we build up towards the National Draft on Monday, November 28th, Tuesday, November 29th, the Rookie Draft also on Wednesday, the 30th of November. Shifter, as we let you go this afternoon, the medium-tall midfielders, they're going to be on the agenda next week. Any little tease that you could provide us with as we let you go? Oh, I think they're the, they're the superstars of this year's draft. It's been talked up already. It's going to be a midfield top ten almost, not exclusively, but uh, yeah, there's some real quality in that area. Uh, and of course, headed by Will Ashcroft, of course, who, uh, well, he had a Dacos type year, the way he played, he dominated all levels of footy. So he's the headline act, but gee, there's plenty of others. Uh, great depth in, in that midfield. So if you're looking for, well, let's just exaggerate it and say the uh, the next Joel Selwood or Paddy Dangerfield, uh, you'd hope that they might be in this uh, in this group of more than 30 players that we'll have in this category next week uh, as we uh, get into the, the medium and the tall midfielders. And uh, gee, they read really well this group of players that uh, that have been assembled for this year's draft. Well, we look forward to hearing about those over the coming week. Kevin Sheen, thanks for joining us this afternoon here on Dwayne's World. Uh, pleasure, and thanks for having us on. Good luck to all the contenders for this year's draft.
We're looking forward to it. We absolutely are. Kevin Sheehan, the shifter, joining us this afternoon here on Dwayne's World, going through the medium defenders. And again, if you want some further information about those uh, prospects, there's a list of about 20 that uh, shifter has profiled over the course of uh, the year, and in particular, the draft combine. You can head to the AFL website and the AFL draft hub to get more of an insight into those prospects and how they may potentially Fill a spot at your club when the draft rocks around at the end of the month. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91